Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bust It Wide Open. Bust It Wide Open, <laughs> the tipsy version. Bust it wide open and we'll figure it out. It's a show about questions that we won't filter out. Sex, politics, religion, or anything else. We'll just bust it wide open. <laughs> we are drinking this episode. <laughs> and speaking of busting it wide open, my cat just busted my door wide open. Asshole. <laughs> so I have to go shut that. <laughs> Second. <laughs> All right. Well, while Olivia is uh, shutting her door, uh, just a little disclaimer, you may hear me um, pouring another drink sometime throughout this episode because uh, we are drinking, like she said. I'm already a little tipsy. I think I'm ahead of her. Yeah. My <laughs> cat now is trying to open the door back up. She's a bitch, so we're... All right. She'll live. I'm back. Sorry. I don't know what I'm going to do about that. She's going to scratch later, I bet. <sighs> Cats are fun, guys. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Raj is sleeping somewhere in another room, but I'm sure at some point he'll be pawing at the door. So I am sitting by the door with my yeah. setup so I can open it if he starts yeah. being annoying. <laughs> I noticed you moved. <laughs> we're, we're recording two in a day, you guys. So also yes. <laughs> we switched the order that we're recording people so if you hear inconsistencies on who's next like i'm really sorry we tried track of anything <laughs> we tried we're not perfect people it's fine <laughs> we're, we're trying to get four episodes out for you guys for the beginning because we just love you so much and um turns out four is a lot more than we realized i think <laughs> So we're getting drunk for this so, one. Let's yeah, go. You better, you better fucking listen to him. If you made it this far, this is probably the fourth episode. Might be the third. I don't know. So, Strap in. Let's go. Um, so yeah, like we said, we were recording two today. So I don't know that we have any more life updates um, at this current moment. In the past yeah, hour, I stuffed my face with some queso and chips and uh, mm. made myself a drink. So here we I are. I also had chips. Wow. I had the Lay's kettle cooked. <laughs> and I don't even like kettle cooked. So, you know, it's just really hungry. It's fine. And I finished my smoothie. So from, mm. from what's it's healthy. Called? I keep wanting to say Smoothie King, but it's the other one. Tropical, Tropical smoothie. Tropical smoothie. Yeah. Which... It wasn't healthy. I like to think it is when I get them because I'm like, look at me, like getting a smoothie, <laughs> getting my fruits in. Are you kidding? She's scratching at the door now. I, I don't Little know. Little wheeze. Go, at the, go to the window. You don't. <laughs> oh, I can't hear it, but. Well, all right. We'll just leave her. Anyway, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's about what I've done in the past hour. I'm also trying to finish up my homework, which well, enthralling. Is by far the worst one that I've done for this class by a long shot. So I'm not expecting to do get a good grade. But I've gone hundreds on all the other ones. So you're gonna like, be fine. I feel like you always say you are gonna do well. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like you always say you're not gonna do well and you're like, I got all A's. Like I got a hundred. <laughs> So whatever, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I don't care about this class anymore. I'm done. I don't care about school anymore, really. 
I've hit that point in the semester. I feel you. Well, I don't because I'm out of school now, but I did feel that before. Honestly, though, know, <laughs> like I hit that point on day two every time. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Absolutely. We'll well, tonight, y'all, we are bringing on our friend Woody um, just to do a little introduction. <clears throat> we met Woody back in high school, and so we all know each yes. other and we're friends. Guys, we were all choir geeks. Like, this is a choir geek podcast. So. This is the choir geek episode. So if you're yeah, also a like, choir geek, get ready. Yeah. And we're actually going to post a picture, should be posted already on our Instagram. Jake's letting Louise out for me. <laughs> she ran away. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> no, you have to shut the door. <laughs> Just shut it. It's fine. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, we're going to post a picture on our Instagram of us in our choir garb for oh, Renaissance. Me and Woody were king together, so this should be uniting. And I was queen the next Wait, year. Did I guys, say we so... were king together? Yeah, you did. I was like, I'm just going <laughs> to. We were king and queen. We, that's what we should have named this podcast, Two Motherfucking Queens, <laughs> bitch. Eight. We fucked up. Yeah, the following um, year, for everyone that doesn't know, Liv was a year below me. Mm-hmm. and um yeah jasmine's old i'm the young one wow okay rude <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah so then the following year she was queen and i got to see her in the same it literally so, yeah. was so amazing we'll have all the dorky pictures for you i know oh god i love it i can't wait actually <laughs> i miss it i know all right well without further ado here's woody Woody. <laughs> Hi guys, thank you for having me here on this glorious Sunday. Thanks for, for being here. here. I'm so excited I for this interview. It. I think like it's the most I've been excited so far. Yeah, so. we were talking about it like the past couple days and we're like, yeah, like Woody's gonna be on. Like, so. We're like, we have to get drunk for Woody's. Like, <laughs> as well tr- get drunk and figure out why America is broken. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready to uh, dive in. The mind of Woody. (laughs) Welcome to the realm. Heck yeah. Oh my god. So I guess we just want to start out by asking, we, on our podcast, we like to talk about um, religious views, political views, and sexual orientation, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So just asking your basic religious views, political views. Views. Oh, do you want like the list of everything or do you want like... Yeah, Give us the lowdown. Yeah. Just give us everything. Okay. So, like, I still consider myself a Christian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or someone who walks with faith. Mm-hmm. You know, I still believe in, like, Jesus and God. Um, that's, like, kind of it. I still go to church. I feel like having a good spiritual um, bond to something, no matter what it is, is good for you. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're not, like, a full, like, believer, just having something there to help you spiritually as an individual, I feel like it's super important for everyone's growth and they're, like, mentality I feel like it kind of all starts there mm-hmm. yeah um so that's my whole thing I completely agree and with that yeah yeah that's like me pretty much like I I 
believe in God. I believe there's a Jesus out there. There might be other stuff out there, but you know, for me and what I believe, like I'm not gonna say like I go against it. Like I'm so I'm very open to other things. Right. And like what else could possibly be out there? I do think that I feel like there is like one thing or one being out there or one whole that created everything or maybe yeah. like manifested everything. Mm-hmm. And I think every religion has taken a little bit of that story and made it their own. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I you can see with a lot of religions, like there's always like a, a god. There's yep. a god he always has someone come down and do some great thing everyone praises that person mm-hmm. and then the person goes away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like it kind of was a repetitive story so i'm just like yeah like yeah. there's something there's some that. Connection. I'm like, something 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 yeah, yeah. And like they all kind of go their own separate ways with stuff but it's like there's there's so many similarities or it's like commonly it's always like be good to your neighbor like don't do wrong don't lie don't steal don't cheat it's like pretty simple basic life thing so i'm like for me christianity has always been like uh like home for me so I feel like that's why I've kind of stuck with it maybe if I were introduced to other stuff I would be like receptive of that information maybe I'd convert to something else but like mm-hmm. for now yeah 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 I would like how you said that like about how all religions like kind of follow the same story like they all have a god because I was like thinking about that the other day I was listening to a podcast where um it was like a really sciencey podcast but mm-hmm. the guy was talking about in his view like why there's something rather than nothing and he's a physicist so obviously he's an atheist but it was funny to me because i was listening and he's like oh um you know giving his reasons scientific reasons but at the end of the day like he could not give a legitimate reason because we just don't know and so i was like thinking about it and i'm like well you know you're kind of putting your faith into that science in a way that science is your god because you can't prove it you can't show us that that's the reason mm-hmm. so you know it was interesting to me because they they tend to be so atheist and like kind of really judgmental mm-hmm. of people who, who follow religions which bothers me a lot but i just thought it was funny because mm-hmm. i was like you still though you still have faith in something that we can't prove which yeah. essentially is a god yeah so oh. With that being said, I also don't really use the word religion. I also, like, for me, it's not, I feel like when you call it a religion, it's just something you follow, like, not follow, but it's just something you're a part of. Like, mm-hmm. when you're, it's like a, like, a choir. Like, you're, yeah. you're part of a choir, <laughs> but do you, like, ha- do you, are you part of the music? You know, right. that's what really makes you, a, a, like, a really connected with it. Like, I could say, like, like, when we were on choir, like, there's people who are part of the choir and there's people who are part of the music. Right. And I feel like for me, there's Christians and there's people who walk with faith. Like yes. people who have faith. They, who believe in something, who believe that like there's something more. Like people fall, go to church. They like, I feel like even me at one point, I was just going to church. I'd sit there, I'd sing the songs, I'd say the prayers. I would like say what I had to say. I'd, you know, shed a tear, you know, for sure. <laughs> but like, it was never like a, oh, like I, I get it. You know, and I think it was after, like, when I, when you're on your own and you're figuring yourself out as an individual, I, it's like, it finally kind of hits me. And I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, absolutely. So I always tell people, like, I walk with faith, not like I walk, I, this is my religion. It's like, this is my faith. It's not like my religion. So this is what I believe in. And this is like what I put my hopes and my heart into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that. And not that. like something I just, I like, I, I'm just not something I'm just a part of, you know, because mm-hmm. at that point I'm just grouped in with the rest of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it does do like a good separation of like, because unfortunately a lot of Christians, quote unquote, are mm-hmm. not, in my opinion, Christian at all. I mean, they don't follow the faith that you're supposed to have in the I don't want to call them rules, but the 
things that Jesus told us to do. A lot of it Christians. It's like guidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guidelines. Exactly. Guidelines. It's like. Um, so anyway, though, that's your spiritual lowdown. What about political? Political? Um, damn, I really don't like <laughs> talking about political views. Yeah, that's I feel fine. like because I'm high key, like I'm. I could say I could definitely say I'm ignorant to a lot of political like things. Like I, I don't really like feel like I fall into a party. Maybe because I haven't researched them enough to like be like, oh, I'm a Republican or Democrat. I definitely don't think I'm a Republican. <laughs> Yeah. That puts me in if that puts me in a category. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's is a good enough like explanation. A, yeah. Like a let's chill and hang out category. Is that is there, <laughs> is there for that? Yeah. No, but I definitely think I feel like I need to be a little more aware of that. Especially like I'm I'm 23 years old. I definitely need to be aware of like 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 I vote. So like I'm allowed to vote. Like people like me yeah. who don't know anything about anything are allowed to vote. So like that being said, like I should know something about the country and like um have some like to have some political opinion there's obviously things like I don't like believe in like mm-hmm. or not, I don't like I'm not for like the whole like anti-abortion thing I mean like I yeah. it's woman's body it's really her choice at that point like like there's there's sure there's other things that fall into it that I have an opinion on but then again like I'm not a girl so I can't tell someone like what to do like I could be like oh well if I had a kid with someone and like, say me and like Olivia had a kid and she didn't want it, I wanted it. And she carried it for me. And I'm like, well, I, you know, I, I want the kid. Like I, it's 50% of my kid, but if roles are reversed and I was like, I don't want the kid and she wants the kid. She carries it on the term, like to term. I'm paying child support for 18 years. Right. You know, so like things like that where like, oh, I could be like, oh, well, it's not fair if it rolls that way. But then again, like I don't have to carry a kid for nine months. Yeah. Sure. Well, I think, yeah, and that's like the whole thing of pro choice, though, is like you don't necessarily have to be for abortion. Like, you don't have to be like, ah, get an abortion every time you get pregnant. Like, (laughs) you know, it's like, I don't know if I would ever get one, but at the same time, like, I'm not going to tell every other woman on the planet what they are in America, what they they need to do with their body. Exactly. Just because of what I think or what I feel about something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I. Ooh, that's what makes me like, the angriest. <laughs> yeah, I truly like never understand that. And like another thing with that, it's like people are so like, oh, like don't get an abortion. So then people don't get abortions. They have a bunch of kids, and then they're like, oh well, like your kids are like in the way. Like there's too many people. We're overpopulated. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, like I'm not gonna say abortion is population control, but like, like yeah. you, if you eliminate an option for people for like certain things like, like I'm like what do you like what do you want people to do is not sex like exactly make sure you could use condoms you string you can use like birth control but like you expect every single person to be using condom and birth control I'm like do you use condom and birth control every day girl like yeah but also on that I mean that's the other funny hypocritical thing right is that they don't it's not like they're sitting here saying don't get an abortion and then they're giving birth control out. They're doing sex education classes. They're doing everything they can to prevent abortions. No, they're saying no. don't get an abortion. And also, we're not going to talk about sex. And we're going to take away Planned Parenthood so you don't ac- have access to birth control. And, or and, information or ways to get tested if something is like if yeah. you do decide that you want to have sex. <laughs> exactly. So it's like they're eliminating all these things. So it's just like they literally want you to wake up, go to school, go home. Yeah, yeah. Don't. <laughs> I mean, perfect hour. angel. Angel, yeah, literally, yeah. like don't have sex. Wait till married, marriage, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well, so, like, might as well join like a, 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 like a nun. Yeah, like I'll a be nun a nun. 
I'll be For a real. nun forever. Oh, For I'll be like a, a, what is it, a monk? Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Our 10th year, like, high school reunion, I'm coming back and I'm a monk. <laughs> Uh, I think everyone would be very surprised, but yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Don't do drugs. That means you'll turn into a monk. Okay. So I guess our last what part of that is just um, your sexual orientation. Who gay as fuck? Dude, buddy, that is literally so crazy to me. I guess, like, it's not like I ever thought about it in high school, but I literally wow. had no idea. Yeah. That's funny that you say that because all these people were like, oh, we always knew, but like, we we're just like waiting for you. And then I was just like, most people, I feel like a lot of people just didn't care. Like a lot of my friends just yeah. like, I, like they saw me for me and I was yeah. it. like, they didn't have to worry about that. Like not once did anyone ever ask me about my dating life or who I was talking to, or like, I was the one that always knew what people were talking to, who was dating who <laughs> and all this stuff. But, like no one bothered to ever <laughs> ask me. Like I was like, which I was like really happy with, like no one like it kind of when I was younger I got bullied a lot for it because and I because like I never voiced myself I never like I let kids like walk all over me and like like talk down to me and then in high school I kind of like changed that whole like story for myself Mm -hmm. and then now it's like fully changed into like my full like self like my full fantasy yeah I love it hell yeah (laughs) yeah but like yeah like it's like I like I remember someone um saying I like someone trying like name names on this like i, I don't if know you're if not like if you're not talking bad about them then i think it's fine and i think first okay. names are fine but yeah yeah True. um this like person was talking to like, i guess someone who was like my closest friend they're like oh they're like they like my friend told me it's like they yeah came to me and they're like oh do you know what he's gay and then he's like yeah and he's like oh and he's like all right. <laughs> Your voice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, what is there anything else? That's so <laughs> okay. Thank you. you want me to like tell him that, like, <laughs> that, him? that you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I know. Like, it's not. A, it's not something I was like. I didn't feel like I never. I never let it come out. Like, sure. Like, I at one point I did. Um, but like, I never had to because like I feel like people just like were like, oh, like there he is doing. He's just being witty like it's nothing is that wasn't really it's like sure I changed my appearance a lot but like mm-hmm. yeah. after that it wasn't like my character and my person never really changed idea yeah no yeah well it sounds like your friends were really supportive was your family the same way um my siblings were my parents we do not speak anymore oh okay oh, I'm really, it's I'm like really unfortunate yeah it happened like a little while ago well it was like it was new but then I had to like forcibly come out to them and then they decided that it wasn't something that they would like agree with. Mm-hmm. So like ideally I I was hurt by it, obviously, and which a lot of the choice words that they that they used to describe me in the moment out of anger, I didn't agree with. And I decided that obviously if you truly, truly in your heart love someone, you would never speak to them that way. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, just like I like loved them for 23 years, like I would never have spoken to them that way. So I was like, okay, truly, you obviously didn't care about me or you didn't love me enough to not say those things. And, you know, I was like, I don't want to have a relationship with you either. Yeah. So, like, like it's kind of just, like, been that for a while. Which is, it sucks, but a family is, like, who you make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've had, like, too many people show me what love really is and what love truly is to ever, like, let two other people diminish me for who I am. Absolutely. Because it's... I choose to love someone who looks just like me mm-hmm. yeah because like what they be- what they quote-unquote believe in or their what they think is faith is like permit like like stopping them from like showing me love because of this one thing 
you know yeah. I told yeah. them both like I spoke to my mom like once before and I was like I told her I'm just like the same kid who would literally learn to play the guitar was in choir played football um was kind to all his friends went to church taught Sunday school to children um the same person who was the first in his family to graduate the first in his family to be president of a club wow. um helped other children like learn about college who were underprivileged that were in the black community didn't know about college I got the opportunity to show them what what opportunities are outside of high school and like be able to volunteer the same person that went to state honey the same person who was the first African-American to win Mr. Review at Ever. Yes, you were. Oh my like, god, things, I didn't like, realize that. That's amazing. Like, did things like that as like, like I'm still that same person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because you know this information, I was still gay throughout those times. Just yeah. you didn't know, like it doesn't change me, and that's what people like fail to forget. When you learn that information, it's not like a oh my god, they're a different person now. It's like this is who they were before you knew that. Like, mm-hmm. and it's you, you who decides like how you're going to react after that. And I feel like a lot of it is obviously media teaches people how to react when people come out, quote unquote, even though it's not really coming out. Like, I don't have to go up to you and be like, are you, are you, are you straight? Are you a, <laughs> I just need to know to determine how I'm going to treat you. Yeah. Right. Like, right. right. Like, and it, like, it never really, mattered like, to me or I'm pretty sure anyone. And I think choir, yeah, anyone, yeah. choir was such a like tight knit family that maybe that was just the feeling within our little group um but yeah I didn't ever feel like I needed to even know that information about anyone we just I don't know we vibed we connected we we made music yeah that's what it was and like that's what I realized I'm just like I like with even with other relationships like that I didn't like no one ever asked like I even like my friends now don't like either they don't have well like I'm like crazy as hell now like But like before, like they never like had to ask, and I always like appreciated that about like all of you guys so much. Like I never, and I never got to express that, but I genuinely appreciate the friendship I got from like every single individual in choir, no matter whether it was good or bad. Like I learned so much out of it, and I learned so much about like myself as an individual. And I grew so much from that, and I'm like so like I'm extremely like thankful. Like I I don't know where I would be like with if I didn't get to like experience what I experienced with you guys, even if it was just required. Like mm-hmm. I'd probably be like a whole like hot mess crackhead in the street or something, but like now I'm just a whole hot mess crackhead inside my house. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to say, like, I choir was amazing for me too. That was one of, I mean, it was probably my most favorite thing about high school, mm-hmm. easily. And so, it was great. We had a lot of a lot of really great people in choir. Yeah, okay. and I'm so happy to have met you both in there, and also a lot of other I people. Know. Um, yeah. and I will say that choir in high school was so much different than choir in college. Like choir in college was oh, just like, yeah. we have to show up, we have to take this choir class so I can get my degree in music, but it just, it wasn't the same. So I really appreciate yeah, our time. I feel like, well, when you're not paying for it, you know, like it's different. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. When you're like there and like, you literally, like, it's like, you literally had to pay, well, like in college, like you're paying for the class, like inquire it's like you had to pay to be there like the like your your what is it dues were like you right. wanted to be there like I wanted to yeah. pay that hundred dollars to be yeah. there like, yeah. I, like, yeah. I want the costume yeah <laughs> give me the costume yeah 
we were talking about i think we're gonna post some uh renaissance pictures from yeah Lord. oh can my I god like if you have my new face in <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> can i photoshop this? we'll do like a before <laughs> and after like yeah 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 yeah. send me photos you want me of to post i'll post them all for you what we used to look like yeah. <laughs> that's oh my god has anyone talked to i don't really want to say his name but the choir teacher recently no no I don't, I haven't, no. Like, I haven't I either. kind of just, like, stopped getting emails about, like, anything. I was like, oh, fake. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, we were the elite year. So we were. No, every time I'm like, I like, definitely was your favorite, so. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. Um, it's fine. We know where you live. <laughs> we moved, I <laughs> think, but, yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> we don't know where you live. I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, I haven't been back in so long, I miss it. Same. although Honestly, i don't I, know anyone anymore so it's just like true like weird. i literally my sister didn't do choir like her senior year so i like didn't go to anything and then like when the whole thing happened with my family i was like not visiting sarasota yeah. at all and it became like hard for me to want to go because it was like i had nowhere to like live mm-hmm. if i went there like i was literally just like i'd have to go for a day and come back from like there's no point ever visiting mm-hmm. and i was always so afraid of like running into them and like now I'm like I could care less. I'm like if you if I run into you guys, I run into you. If you want to have something to say, just know I'll fight you. Like mm-hmm. I will not be disrespected by you. Blank blank first name and last name, whatever your names are. <laughs> I don't refer to them as mom and dad anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I imagine that just being really hard in the moment. But I do really respect the fact that you were able to. Um, yeah. come out of that and stay true to who you are and say, you know what, I love me. I'm going to create my family and yeah surround yeah. myself with those who love me as me yeah. like I really have to say like the way that you're talking about it and like the way that you've handled it is very admirable to me like I because mm-hmm. I I can't imagine that that's I actually didn't even expect you to say that because mm-hmm. when you were talking about coming out you were talking about how like oh like it was you know in the beginning like it was great. it was so easy yeah, yeah. and then to like, hear that you had such an opposite reaction from two people from like my that, own family yeah. who I like loved and it's like crazy because like I grew up like down the street from Olivia and like she's like was, like like people would like see our family and you'd think that we were like the ideal perfect family and that's the what I like I felt like I did for them was I I um create like I pretty much play the role that I had to play for them to like keep them happy mm-hmm. I would like wouldn't do things I would like take my piercings out when I visit them I w- wouldn't dress a certain way I wouldn't color my hair I wouldn't like not wear makeup like it was a whole like thing like and I like at one point I remember just being so tired of it. I was like, oh, Jesus, it's so exhausting. Like my hair hurts from having to dye it black every other time. <laughs> I have to go back there. Yeah, it sounds exhausting. And, like, do all this stuff and like, and eventually I was just like, okay, like if I, I had a whole plan. Like I was like, I like my parents really like like uh, like a lot of people don't know. Like my college experience is very very different compared to everyone else's. Um, like growing up, like we can kind of like get into like the black people's life thing now. Like, most yeah. people, you know, you go to college, like, you're in high school. Like, I had a pretty standard high school. Like, I played sports. I did stuff. I competed in things. I was friends with literally, like, almost everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember a single person I wasn't a friend with or, like, who I didn't, like, talk to or make conversation with. Like, it wasn't really, like, I was pretty known, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would and, say you were like, friends with pretty much everyone. Yeah. everyone like I it wasn't someone I didn't know so like I was like I remember like I was popular I wasn't like Chelsea Phillips Chelsea Phillips <laughs> I, was, I was you know I wasn't her I wasn't elite but I was like and I was up there yeah but it was like if <laughs> someone was like oh do you know Woody everyone's like, oh yeah Woody. I love Woody like, like, okay, like when you're like yeah. the only black kid in every single class you're like all right like that's 
because the ideal was like story like I, I would because like, with honors classes I always wanted to be like I wanted to always like, prove myself to people you know being like uh, which was also another thing like people don't realize that like I always had to like prove myself to, I felt like I always had to prove myself to white people mm. um which is uh like people don't get it they'll be like oh, why and I'm just like well because then when someone sees like me I already have all these stereotypes and all these things that people like assume so I always have to do the opposite and eventually like, that was like always my thing in high school it's like oh I always had to be smarter than the next person I always had to be better in like choir or at a sport than the next person or like or be meet the meet the standard of where I had to be or like I always had to like articulate my words or, like talk a certain way or like be this certain person so for my parents like they would think this about me and like all fit in all these molds and never got to be like myself mm-hmm. you know and I was like well I was thankful for choir because I actually got to like, be myself there but, like it was like all those things you know like it kind of it sucked yeah. but <laughs> um going back to like my college experience like ideally right after I graduated um I picked what college I was going to go to the day before graduation like oh wow yeah like I was supposed to go to fam because like I was pretty much oh, really? told by yeah I pretty much a teacher told me I should go there my pretty much my guidance counselor told me I should go there and then like a bunch of other people told me I should go there looking back at it it was definitely they were trying to just push me towards something because I was brown and yeah. it wasn't really based on my academics or any of my like my merits or any of the things I've done they were just like oh well you'd probably good be a good fit here yeah so which may may like not have been the case but it's like looking back and i was like i don't like would you have said that the same thing to like jasmine you know would you have said the same thing to someone who like what wasn't doing as well in school and who may have just so happened to be white like would you have told Mm -hmm. them they should go to fam like right um, so i ended up going to santa fe for two years and i lived in gainesville for a bit first during that time like i was living in an apartment which i had to pay for myself um i also had to work to pay for school like i had a couple scholarships but i had to pay for my books while working and i ended up having yeah. two jobs i remember uh, you working a lot every time yeah, I, I worked a lot like i i would like never like i never like not had a job since i was like 15 years old i knew like my parents weren't gonna really like be there financially for me and mm-hmm. kind of be like i got like independent very very early that mindset and like so when my parents like this is like leading into like getting disowned um when that all happened like i looked back i when i was like upset about everything i was like well like i'm sure i'm upset i don't have them there emotionally but i have no financial ties to them and very like blessed that that was my case there's a lot of other people who are by the lgbtqi community plus and all that mm-hmm. who don't who get kicked out or their family breaks ties with them and they lose everything like they they end up on the street they have to turn to like doing whatever type of whatever just to make it make it by but like i like had already like instilled like i i feel like like blessed like going back to my faith and like that like that was something that was instilled in me at a super young age like having a job at 15 years old so like now we're like working two jobs is nothing for me like it's I know how to manage it I know like I can work it around my social life so easily and it's like a, it's like a regular thing to me like I get bored when I have to work like one job honestly oh wow so like, <laughs> so, like it's it, I looked at it younger when I was younger as a curse but like it was really just preparing me for like my future now which was I felt like like all those like bad things that happened to me made me become like a full like a independent adult at this age you know like i'm also still in school and like not done school i'm not done school yet i'm not like where i want to be but like mentally i would never think i'd be at this point or like my like love my level of spirituality or just like my level of maturity i'd never think to be at this point at this age i was thought i'd be like 
chilling, you know, like mm-hmm. literally like living with my parents type of deal. And now I'm, I'm like not doing that. Um, kind of going back to like my whole college experience, like a lot of college for like, I don't know for speaking for other like people, black people like in America, but for me, like it wasn't like a, like I didn't have a hard time transitioning mm-hmm. into college. Um, I always felt like there's like a, I don't know, for me, like when you're in a classroom setting and like questions are being asked of you and someone's always wondering, like, are these questions being asked of me because like they want to know my opinion or is it because I'm black, you know? Mm-hmm. I never like, my first option isn't always because I'm black, but when it becomes like a reoccurring thing, mm-hmm. like it's like, uh, it's like, all right, well, like why am I always being yeah. asked? Even in high school, that was like a thing. Like I would always be like, they'd be like, oh, like, da, 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 what do you think? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything. What were you about asking? That. What was the question? Yeah. What was the question? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I remember my freshman year of college, I was taking American Humanities, and they're going down the line. We're talking about, um, they brought up like the different types of slaves that came over from America and like the different type of like indentured servitude. And I'm like, the, I always sat in front of class because I was like, oh, sit in the front you'll get an a like you know yeah. so, I just it. so I, I sat in the front i'm like me again trying to prove to white people that i'm smart and i'm i'm better than what stereotypes think of me and i'm all mm. this and that like i'm do, doing all these things um she's like going she's asking like the whole class she's like you know i'll just go down the road so she goes down the road and she's like what do you think it'd be like to be a slave and then she asks this like kid and he answers then yeah she asks this girl says the same thing and then everyone's just like staring at me staring at the one brown boy in this class and she stares at me and she's like what do you think it would be like to be a slave and i'm just like and everyone in the class is just absolutely silent like literally like absolutely silent and in that moment i was just like this is like i i just it was just so like what like that's so like, awkward it would, it's awkward because it's like if she had skipped me it would have seen it would have been like oh like obviously we know why he was skipped but to also yeah. ask me was just so like i i didn't yeah. it's like I, I didn't know how to answer because it was like i'm like 18 years old this woman's a full-grown woman asking me this question so i looked at her and i was like it would suck to know to wake up every single day that like someone else owns you so wake, mm-hmm. go to bed knowing that you're someone else's property and to wake up to know that that's the same story every single day. And like, she just yeah. looked at me and like, was quiet. I'm like, that'd suck. And that's like, I'm not going to say this, that's what black people feel every day, but it's something I do sometimes. Like I like don't get to like take my color off or be less black or yeah. like yeah. be yeah. anything other than I, what I am. So, like, I'm, like, and to know that that is something that people are afraid of or people find as, like, disgusting or want to demean, it just, like, sucks that that's, like, a thought in the back of my mind. Like, no matter how many compliments I get, no matter how many nice things people say about me, there's people in this world who, like, every day that I wake up, it's a problem for them. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. and I, 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 it was, like, kind of similar to that. And, like, so I'm not going to be a slave that, like, every day, I, like, I wake up, this is who I am. And, like, then she put us into groups and had us role play. And, like, gave us a different type of slave and, like, to, like, re, like, to talk about how you would feel. And I literally looked at my group and I'm, like, I will not be participating in this. And they're, like, we fully understand why. Like, yeah. And, like, I cannot believe that a a teacher would do that. Like, it's just. In a college. That seems very, like. Very. And, like, you would think, like, yeah, you would definitely think that that would not be a thing. But 
it was. I don't. I I feel like, oh my God, like maybe. And that was like was 2015. Trying. Yeah, she was. I feel like she was trying to connect, but that also goes into like the whole like a lot of people try to connect, and when they're trying to connect, they yeah they, they, they disconnect like they don't get it like yeah, you're doing exactly this. yeah you're doing this. No, they're like, not doing this they're doing this yeah, yeah. and <laughs> i think we've talked talks. about this before and it's just like learning requires you to just sit back and listen like yeah. listen to someone and what their experience are experiences are and mm-hmm. i just feel like i don't know i just hate that she just took that upon herself to like create that experience well, that maybe in her head seemed correct but correct but like yeah it? like, well i mean like when you were even saying she was just asking you what you think it would feel like and like asking every student like i don't like from just listening about what happened you can't put yourself in that situation and know that it would how be uncomfortable hard, right? That is just a weird, I just feel like that's such a weird question It's like a request of, like, people. And it's, like, obviously, in that, I feel like in that time, people weren't so, like, like, right now, I feel like you literally could say anything and people are, like, you're racist. Back then, it was, like, mm-hmm. unless you say a hard R, maybe you're racist. And that's what, <laughs> that was, like, they're, like, he didn't mean it that way. Very much right. not. Now it's, like, mm-hmm. we don't care how you meant it. it. You don't say it again. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it, like, it kind of like sucks to know that like it's like I was playing someone that like with all this happening a lot of people are like now realizing things and I'm just like I'm like wow like it sucked that I like had to realize these things at a younger age than you did like my yeah. first exposure to racism was literally in elementary school like I rem- I specifically remembered it because I didn't I remember like I grew up in predominantly white neighborhoods all the time like every time yeah. I moved that's where my parents lived I didn't know what a ghetto was I didn't really know I didn't watch like I didn't even watch BET I barely watched television like there was a lot of things about black culture I was never exposed to or culture in general or even popular culture I just didn't know about like I remember being like the eighth grade and that was a- I had heard Toxic by Britney Spears for the first time and it came out like five years ago like i yeah. literally been like oh my god this is such a great song and like you were like all right <laughs> what was that, that experience was though um um but i um i was i remember i was like asking this girl out and she was like spanish she was like a fair-skinned spanish girl and i remember asked like i wrote her like a note and like these glitter gel pens Aww. and i was like oh and like this is like a mo-. i was like oh, a squiggly song i had did the whole thing i was like you know what? i'm gonna keep romantic. this for myself I'm like, I might keep this note for myself because it's kind of cute. <laughs> Type of deal. And I remember, like, giving her the note. And her, like, I guess she'd given it to her friends. And I remember she didn't say anything. But her friend, who was also Hispanic, specifically told me I was not allowed to date her because of my because the way I looked. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, because I'm, like, fat? And she was like, no, like, your skin, it doesn't match with hers. And, like, I'm like... Uh nine and i'm like never like never knowing that like there was a difference between like me and other people never being told that like they this is how you treat people i didn't know anything about like racism i didn't even know about like no like i'm okay or things like i didn't get it like i didn't like when people talk about segregation i'm like that happened like two million years ago who cares like that was my mindset and i was just like i was just like i remember just like stopping and i was like wow like i was like oh i don't get that and then I remember being like chased down by like a group of girls and like one of them forced like the note down my throat, like down my mouth. And it was crazy because the girl who did it was a biracial like girl. And I'm just like to see like a pretty much a black woman pinning me down to like like a child, like, like this other kid to like tell me that I'm not allowed to date her friend 
because I'm black. And I remember looking at her and it's like this, her other friend who was Spanish and like fair skin. I looked at her and I'm like, your boyfriend's white. And he's like, yeah, but we match. Our skin color is the same. Like, it's fine. Like, oh and I, I just remember like looking at the girl and she didn't say anything. And I remember like trying to go to my teacher to like tell her this. And like, she was just like, stop being a tattletale. And like me being a black, like little kid being the only one there. Like I had no one to go to about the situation. I had no one to talk to. I had just been exposed to like full, like actual racism, like mm-hmm. by someone who probably didn't understand it herself and yeah. like like fully attack like it was I'm not gonna say it was attacked like they, I didn't get called the n-word or anything but I felt like so like pushed away like I remember sitting in class the whole day and being like there's no one who's gonna get me like there's like I looked I remember just like realizing that like I'm so different from everyone else like like everything's so different now like my eyes were just like completely like it was like everything just changed at that moment. I remember like that day, like everything changed for me. I was just like, I remember like telling my mom about it and she was like, oh, like she's like, she's like, those people were just jealous of you. But I was like, like she just doesn't get it. Like I was like, it hurt so much. Like as a kid, and looking back at it, I was like, I really wish like someone had taken just a moment just to listen to me. Just like, like I wish my teacher like had just taken a moment to just listen to me. Like, and I feel like even then she probably wouldn't have known what to do. But Mm -hmm. like, it stopped, but, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, like, to me, the teacher not listening to you is, like, almost the most disappointing part of the entire story, right. because it's, That's like, an adult. The kids, yeah, the kids, like, it's so fucked, but, like, you know their parents are teaching them that, and that's mm-hmm. worse to even think about, because, mm-hmm. you know, those kids, when you, like, you were saying, like, you were so young, you didn't even, like, know what racism was until you experienced it, and that's because you only know, like, what your parents tell you when you're mm-hmm. that young. And so for them to, like, unknowingly be so racist, like, that's really disappointing. But then for you to tell your teacher and your teacher to say, stop being a tattletale and just completely disregard, like, what you had just experienced. Yeah, and and not even said anything like, oh, like, said anything to the students. Like, I feel like if I was a teacher in that situation, I would take those students over and be like, you cannot say that. It doesn't matter what he looks like you know and that that's just that's really that's really upsetting that's it's like that's like yeah like and it's like growing up like I always like and like something carried with me like into like adulthood like like I've always had the fear of just like rejection from people because I was black like like Mm -hmm. people aren't gonna want to like be around me because I'm black and growing up I'm like if I I remember telling myself if I like and looking back at it, it's so stupid that like if I act like as white as possible, if I dress like white people, they'll accept me and I won't ever get hurt by them the way I did that day. Like they'll never have a reason to like they'll they'll give me a pass is what I felt like I needed from like America. And now I'm just like I could give a fuck. Like I'm like I don't need anyone's pass. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm fully out that to be myself and it's fine. But I remember then like growing up that like because of what media taught me or because of that moment, but like which really sucked that like that I was like showed like such level of racism at that age that like I'm like if I I'm like if I act too black like they won't like me or like people won't accept me for who I am or like well, I can't like, like twerk too much that's too ratchet like where I can't do this <laughs> it's, like like and then it's just like I was repressing who I was to fit into like a picture or like a mold and I feel like a, it's a, a really like a really big thing that happens to like a lot of like black students or black people that they like repress who they are inside to fit into like to assimilate to what mm-hmm. culture says like that they have to do or what we have to do or like like I don't like fucking goat shoes like I wear I used to wear them every day in high school and I did not like them like I didn't like them that much I just convinced myself they were cool like they're not cool they're ugly like <laughs> 
it just makes me like so sad to hear about that experience and how that shaped you just because I think that you're an awesome person and I never would have even let the color of someone's skin define a relationship or a friendship so it just makes me sad that 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 caused you to um try to be somebody that you weren't that I wasn't yeah and it really like it even like now I've like gotten deeper into or if I've even recently like had to end a friendship that was like a five-year-long friendship where like that person like started showing like their and it was right before all those stuff happened with like Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. um like he like we were about like he was the first time I met him my first year of college in 2015 like honestly I remember the day I walked into intro to bio I remember sitting in the very middle he sat at the very end um I remember walking him him walk him walking in and I was like late and I was like who is that kid I was like he looks super cool and I remember like sitting next to him in lab making conversation with him after that day we were like we hung out once and we became best friends literally mm-hmm. like there we were inseparable we hung out every single day like after class we would always be around each other literally attached to the hip um we did have a falling out like when he started dating sorry I was like looking at something (laughs) and we had a falling out and then he moved away and then we kind of became friends again and we like when I was living in Gainesville he would like come visit me we'd hang out and we rekindled our friendship and then I moved to Orlando and he lived here so like we were like best friends I feel like literally brothers like I, when he lost his job, I helped him get a job at my, where I worked and everything. Like, I, all my friends knew him. Like, there wasn't a, like, he's, if I, like, showed you guys a picture of him, you probably know who he was just from, like, the Snapchat. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was always on my Snapchat. There was, like, not a moment, like, like we would, wouldn't be together. And I started realizing just, like, little things that, like, I was, like, oh, like, that's a problem. Like, there was this, a situation where, um, which is another example of people. It can be like people can be racist without having to say the N word or saying that they don't like black people. Yeah. It's just something that is within them. And this is an example that um, we were out at a predominantly like black club, and there's this man who was like talking to him, like my friend, and I like went up to him, eat lashes and everything. I was like, stop bothering my friend, leave him alone, like ready to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the man walks away. There's a fight that breaks out like, with this man. We end up leaving. Um, as we're leaving, we're like driving away. My my friend's drunk, and he's. I'm like, oh my god, that fight was like crazy. Like that's so wild. And he turns to me. He's like, oh well, you know, black people. And I'm just like, literally. You see the reaction you guys had was I like stopped. I was like, and in the moment, I was like, holy crap. I was like, what? And you then not I was like, oh. who you're talking to? Like I don't. Wow. Mind you, and and. <laughs> And I was just like, what? And then he, put, I said like, oh, if it was, and he's like a fair-skinned Spanish person. And I was like, do you, I'm like, hey, like, that was kind of rude. I'm just like, that's like, that's like, that's kind of like not cool. And he was just like, I'm like, well, if it was Spanish people, you, you wouldn't say that. He's like, yeah, I would. Like, it's the same, like, whatever. It's just a, like, it's just a stereotype. I mean, just like, anyone in a like to generalize people yeah <laughs> so the next day I pretty much went up to him at work when we were working together and I told him like hey by the way what you said to me was just really offensive it was kind of rude um like and like I told you this relationship by this person were extremely close like yeah. I don't spend a moment away from this person this person is sucking the same bad as me like I do I'll give this person my last like mm-hmm. full like this person is my brother mm-hmm. um I told him like uh, I'm like yeah like you're offending a whole culture of people and he looks at me, he's like, what do you, what culture? Like, you're not, you're Haitian. And I'm like. Is that not a culture? And I'm like, 
I'm like, Haitian is an ethnicity. The culture is black. I fall into yeah. Like yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm, and I'm just like taken back. But I'm, just, I'm sitting there like, I'm like, yeah, but like it was just like really offensive. And he goes and he looks at me. And he's like, I'm sorry, you're offended. And I'm like, and I'm like, okay, I think we should talk about this later. The next day we talk about it, and pretty much he was like, I guess stressed about school or something like that. And he's like, he had just started his first semester at UCF. I'm explaining this stuff to him, like, being like, hey, like, what you said just, like, wasn't cool, like, it's not okay, da-da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. and in the midst of the conversation, he's, like, like, because I'd recently started, like, telling him, like, I don't really subscribe to the American standard of beauty, which is, like, I don't think, like, what I see in commercials are pretty, like, what I like is what I like, I prefer to see a mix yeah. of people who look different and stuff like that, whenever yeah. he'd be like, oh, this person's hot, I'm like, I'm like, they meet the standard, that's what I said, like, as a joke, <laughs> I'm like, they meet the standard, like, <laughs> like, I don't, they're not hot, they just meet the standard, like, yeah. mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. you're looking at. Yeah. So he, like, I'm talking to him about, like, how I felt. And he's, like, he stops in the middle. He's, like, you know what, Woody? I really think it's so fucking annoying how you make everything about race. And I was just, like, like, me, like, pouring my heart out, explaining, like, my racial struggles and, like, what I go through. I was telling him, like, I, sometimes I'm afraid to go into a store with a backpack on. I'm uncomfortable yeah. myself because yeah. people will look at me. Like, I will, like, I, I will wear a rag outside of my house because I don't want people to have some sort of assumption that I'm some, like, that's connected with that because, like, people will obviously assume certain things. If I go into a store, I put those, my straps on. I, like, I have this cute, like, clear Adidas bags. People think I work for style. I'm just like, no, I wear it because it's clear so people don't assume I have things that aren't supposed to be in there. And it's, like, people, you guys won't think that, like, no, like, oh, no, he doesn't wear a clear bag for that. It's, like, right. I do that for, to protect myself if yeah. I have to. Like, oh and gosh. it sucks. But it's, like, things like that I have to do. I explain things like that to him. He's, like, well, and he's talking to me. He's, like, maybe, like, you were just, like, you're just, like, maybe when you, he literally looked at me. He's, like, maybe when you grow up, you'll get it. And I'm, like. What? Maybe when you grow up, you'll get it. <laughs> oh, my So God. I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, this person's my best friend. Like, I'm, like, I'd already been through so much of my family, and I had to, like, I had pretty much had to make decisions for, like, my own health and my own, like, mental being. Like, as a Black person, I cannot accept someone like this in my life, and I can't, like, and I was pretty much giving him passes, like, by allowing him to speak to me this way, and, like, a lot of yeah. times I wouldn't, like, and there was other stuff in our relationship that was, like, kind of, that was, like, really, that was kind of, like, like fucked up, that really just, like, war- like, also wasn't healthy, but, like, that was one of the points where I was, like, like, this person doesn't even see me as, like, a Black individual, like, and what sucked is, like, he was the first person to really, like, accept me as, like, gay, and, like, they were, he was, like, there for me, like, and coming out, so it was just, like, I really thought, like, they understood me, but, like, obviously they didn't, um, yeah, and it, like, that's another, like, that's kind of, like, why I feel with this whole movement, like, leading to the whole Black Lives Matter thing, that, like, the second, like, there's a, uh, I feel like a, a, like, a, uprise of like positivity there's also an uprise of like negativity behind it like yeah, when people yes. when people uh, are giving a platform or a voice to speak up and like say things like not like it becomes like almost like unsafe for them i don't know if you guys have watched the, the documentary disclosure yet on netflix mm-hmm. um i don't think i it's, have uh it's a pretty much about like the uh, trans movement and trans people and they mentioned that like uh, back in the day, like, most people didn't know anything about trans people, like, in the right. 80s or 70s, like, you didn't really hear about, like, trans violence. Now, like, it's, what, three times more likely for a trans Black woman to get killed yeah. um, than, oh, uh, than any other person, in, like, at, like, in the world, which mm-hmm. is, like, a statistic about, like, the more that they've come to light, the more danger they're, they're like, putting themselves in. And I feel like it's almost right. the same way for the Black Lives Matter movement. The more we've, like, 
push our movement or like everyone like, not like this movement to be pro people you know pro like everything the people who also are like against them they're like oh like you guys are oh hey, I, they're, they're moving guys like we, we got to do something now like they they feel that they have a platform too and like everyone's entitled to your opinion you know but when your opinion oppresses other people is it really like your opinion you know is it really yeah. an opinion yeah that's something that's something i've been struggling with recently because a lot mm-hmm. of people like i i'll just say like if you voted for trump like i don't like you and i don't want to be your friend and i don't want to associate with you mm-hmm. and i get really frustrated when people are like oh it's politics don't let politics like um don't judge someone by their political views but like to mm-hmm. me my, my some of my political views are, are my morals that's how mm-hmm. i feel about human beings that's how i feel about hu- like human rights that's and if you disagree with that like then i can't be your friend like Fine. that's you know it's like if you don't agree with the black lives matter movement i don't think yeah. you're smart like i don't want to be with you i don't think you're open-minded yeah you know and that same we were talking in an earlier episode or this episode about abortion right and like mm-hmm. if you are against that i just again it's one of those things that i'm just like i think you just like oppressing people and i don't want to be like i don't want to associate myself with someone mm-hmm. like that. literally i feel that yeah i agree so. And I just, I'm trying to be as educated as possible, especially on the, um, on just transgender, like, rights and experiences, mm-hmm. um, because my little sister, who still goes by she, her pronouns, mm-hmm. um, will be making the move to transition and to, um, and into being a boy. That's how she feels um, really? she was meant to be. Yeah. And um, my whole family is very supportive of her, which is you positive. You definitely need to watch the, the documentary. It will help you so much. Even, like, me, like, I feel like I know some, like, some things because I'm part of the community. Mm-hmm. But, like, it really, like, I just watched the first, like, 20 minutes of it. And I was like, wow. Like, I didn't know that. Like, there were, it was really, like, eye-opening for me. I was just like, like, I didn't, I never thought about that, like, like just like the not so interesting just like how like we're trained to react to trans people how we're yeah. trained to like like when they say like when they come out it's like a it's supposed to be like like a like a secret that like right. and then we're all supposed to be shocked and i'm just like what and i just thought it was like wow like that's literally what we're tra- like how we're trained to react so then like we have to like untrain ourselves to not do that you know mm-hmm. yeah and i think my family thankfully handled it very well and just when she told us um, my mom was literally just like, okay, like, I love you. And it was kind of the same response from our whole family. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was good that they didn't make it like a big deal because it shouldn't be like, I don't have to come out to you for being straight. It, it shouldn't be an issue saying anything to your family. Mm-hmm. So, um, I am glad that that experience, um, was how it was, but, yeah, I'm definitely trying to be more educated on that. So I will definitely watch that documentary that you mentioned. All right. So anyway, burning question. So burning question. Burning question. We like super need to get a little tag for this. It would be really Yeah, cute. like a jingle. Um, also you guys, anytime you have a burning question about anything, please send it to bustedwideopenpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram at bustedwideopenpod. Um, so 
Woody, my first burning question for you is, um, I think a lot right now, like, uh, black culture is like super fetishized, especially like, um, I, uh, <laughs> I like to watch the Kardashians. So, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the Kardashians, they all seem to be with a black man. They all kind of fetishize black culture. So, mm-hmm. um, how do you feel about that? People who are like hypersexualized like, yeah. certain races. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, for me, I always have to, um, like, when I start, like, an interaction with someone or any sort of relationship with someone, I always, like, weed that out. Like, that, like, this is a genuine, like, they like me for me. It's not like, oh, they're, they've always pursued this type of person and this is the model they're fitting to based on, like, an experience. Because that's what all it is. It's like, they've had this one experience and they're like, this is what I want and this is what I like. So I have to look for everyone that looks like this and that person will give me that experience and i'm just like no babe this isn't disney world like there's not like this is not disney i'm not gonna get the same experience every single time like that's not how this works like we're all different i promise you um with that like i always have to look out for that um that's a really really big thing for me also like at first i feel like when i was exposed to that i was like oh like it's so cool that people like like me just me but then you realize when people like like you and just you you have but you don't fit into like their idea of what you are they're like repulsed by you almost which is like mm-hmm. like they're so the the, the the they flip the script easily in a second like i literally remember meeting this guy and i was like da, 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 da. And he asked me like why why i don't talk like like other black people and i was like what are you talking about and it's like he's like you don't talk like them and then he's like oh like are you like a like a girl or something and i'm just like like pretty much started just like demeaning me like after in he was so like, many ways like not yeah, just and then, racially and then, like so and then just like he was like oh like like oh he was like all the n-words i like hang out with all talk like this and i'm just like I'm like what is, like I was like oh well, what I was like what is going on so I'm just like like they like people like that who are so they will fetishize the whole race wolves can still be racist like things yeah. like that like they they st- almost a lot of them are like it's still like which is crazy I've had almost like someone explain it to me in a way they fetishize that race because they like want to be oppressed by someone who's like beneath them mm-hmm. like so they deem you as beneath them but they want to be oppressed by you it's almost like when someone seeks sex from like a dominatrix they mm-hmm. like women are usually like an oppressed like usually have roles like being a submissive but they want to be like oppressed by someone who's like who usually isn't an oppressed who usually is an oppressed person mm-hmm. so they like fetishize that so it's like a sexual preference when it's like not like I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a sex toy like I'm yeah. me being brown isn't like a a role I get to play it's not a me like I, I don't get to take this off when we're done like yeah I, like when we're, when we're done i'm still a black person like like yeah. like it's that's it, not like it's not a, it's not something to be played with and people like forget that or like when they like day up a black person they forget like that their my life is a little bit different than your life and like these mm-hmm. are the things i have to go through and they have to understand that and that's a really big thing like i don't i'm i don't know I don't, for me i can't speak on like the white person's perspective from dating like a black person from black like Mm-hmm. But, like, there's, a, like, a responsibility of understanding that person as more than just their race. Mm-hmm, and it's yeah. still acknowledging that it's still there. Like that, Yeah, that it's a part that, of them, like, but it's not part of them. them. Yeah. The, it's not all that I am. Yeah. Like, me being a Black person isn't all that I am. Right. Absolutely. 
Jasmine, did you want to say? (laughs) Yeah, I think um, stemming off of that, I'm just curious to know if you've ever had um, an experience of someone being racist towards you in school or work that really impacted you. Um, I feel like I don't, at school or work, I feel like it was always like racism at some point was socially acceptable. So, like, raking jokes about, like, people, like, not having dads was, like, acceptable. I remember that would happen a lot to me. Or, like, they'd make jokes about, like, like, uh, Code Zeke would be my dad. And, like, I would always be like, ha, ha, he's my dad, ha, ha. Like, but little did you know that, like, when I was 15, I found out my my dad wasn't my real dad and that I actually don't know who my real dad is for the longest. So, like, when that joke was being made, I went along with it. But, like, I li- at home, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't yeah. a joke to me. It was, like, my, it was actually my life that I had to live. And it was like, wow. uh, and, uh, and when I found that out, and I'm just like, like, there's a lot of like children who are like, when you think of like those kids in Saisis or like in that, the building with like, they would have all the pregnant people, if people who are watching this don't know what yeah. Saisis is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, for review, um, we like had those, a special program for the pregnant women. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, those kids are probably don't know who their dad is. And like, that would be a joke based on a stereotype. And sure, that's it's a like something you see but like it you little do you know that that person has to live with that like you're so fortunate enough to get to know your dad people don't know that like how fortunate they are I'm just like some of us did it like I thought I did and I didn't and like like when people would make that joke like that was me I went through it but I didn't realize that that was racism right there in front of me because I was just like accepting it or it's a lot of times like you have to accept it because it's like if I say something I'm just going to be the considered an angry black man and people aren't going to want to hang out with me you know so it's like you have to pick and choose your battles sometimes okay and I think that like speaks a lot to how white people perceive racism too because so many so often they say those jokes and they're like I'm not being racist but it's like no you absolutely are and that's like how how much racism is literally ingrained in society and so many people like if you're white you don't even see it and if you're black like you said you just let it slide because it's easier for you to do that yeah to do that especially in the workplace or like in uh like just anywhere like it's easier to allow things to just slide by than to argue with it and that's why people a lot of people now have an issue with black lives matter because it's like people are tired of letting things slide by right people are tired of allowing things to like to go underneath like pushed in the back of the closet or underneath the rug or like getting by because it's like it's tiring it's like this isn't fair to everyone you know now that we're speaking up it's a problem because it wasn't a problem when i would just let chad say those dumb ignorant jokes to me or would let chad touch touch my hair and feel me up like a zoo animal because he had never like touched someone you know like a black person's hair before like things like that like and people don't realize that you know yeah yeah absolutely Mm. Um, sorry to like lay all this on you guys but like i no, like it's like, like I, I already dealt with all this so it's just like i'm so easy i can speak about it so I freely and easily i absolutely yeah. love it like i love every single piece of information we're getting so don't even mm-hmm. apologize this is very interesting for me and there's a lot that i'm like you know obviously like i know i'm privileged but there's just a lot that i hear that i had mm-hmm. no i had no idea yeah <laughs> and it's just yeah. like to think and that so like, like i grew up a block away from you and like yeah, my yes. whole entire experience same and like schools, well like i said like yeah. i grew up we're in the same school i went to like the same school everyone else did like mm-hmm. i was in choir with everyone else i played football with everyone else but like mm-hmm. this is like how i grew up and like how i determined my life was like or like it was or it's i feel like for black children a lot of their life is determined for them and it's mm-hmm. our choice to decide that mm-hmm. like no this is not work out kind of do like 
that I'm not going to be another statistic. I'm not going to fall into these these things that people expect of me. I'm not going to do the things people expect of me. But I also have to like be true to myself and like what I want to do. You know? Yeah. No. Yeah. Completely. Um. So, <laughs> my next question is. Um, I was wondering if you could define cultural appropriation and like what it is to you and how specific you get with it because um, there are some things that I guess I wouldn't define as cultural appropriation, but maybe I just don't know enough about it. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you could expand. Can I ask what are your like things that you don't consider? So um, I've heard some things about like biker shorts, like uh, like white women wearing mm-hmm. biker shorts that being considered cultural appropriation mm-hmm. or um, like of black culture or I've heard like wearing hoop earrings um, mm-hmm. being considered cultural appropriation of like Latina culture or black culture. Um, and I, I guess in my mind, like those are clothing items that don't have um, like religious or context to them. Cultural. Mm-hmm. Like cultural yeah. context. Like it's to me just a piece of clothing that, okay, maybe Latinas wear hoop earrings often, but does that define your culture? I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I don't know though. So I think like there's a lot of kind of little things like that being described as cultural appropriation that I almost feel like lessen the term because I don't think that they are. But again, like I guess I, I could just not know enough about what it is. Yeah. And I also feel like I'm kind of ignorant about that just because I mean, especially addressing like the biker shorts thing. Um, mm-hmm. I wear bike shorts just because they cover my thighs. Like yeah, I, I yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. my thighs don't rub together when I'm running. So yeah, I would like yeah. to. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like to uh, hear your thoughts on that. Um. So with me, like I like the whole biker shorts thing. I've never. I've kind of heard of that, but like I feel like that's more. Um, people attach, like, so if we were, like, really want to break it down, people attach things that they deem ghetto to Black people. So when they deem something super ghetto, like, like, long nails or long weaves, they're like, oh, that's attached to Black culture because it's ghetto. So they're mm-hmm. like, they look at hoop earrings or they look at a biker shirt, they're like, that's kind of ghetto, so I'm going to attach it to Black people. And then certain Black people who are, like, who feel like that's their that's part of their culture because that they're they're already deeming like that they're like the, their level of ghettoness or urbanness is like who they are. They're like, oh, if someone else does it, then it's culture appropriation. That's like for me, that's what I see. Like in a lot of people, um, a lot of times, like I say, like people will use it so often that it lessens the term. Like almost like when people like they the whole thing with like the the whole rape thing. Like people like like so many people claim it that when someone actually is raped people don't believe them and then like the way we play this victim game when it shouldn't be that at all it should be like this person was raped we believe you all right what do we got to do now like what's mm-hmm. next but because mm-hmm. there's so many other people who are like oh like i had sex this guy I didn't really like fuck with him or i want to ruin his life because i'm crazy or something or i want to do something wild like or i think it's funny they mm-hmm. they lessen the term so like mm-hmm. i feel like what like you said a culture creation that is kind of happening as of recently um the hoop earrings thing i i'm like uh, things like that i'm like well, i don't think you attach like a hoop earring to a yeah, culture yeah like i don't go to 
I've never, like, unless I can go back in history and be like, this is created by certain people and this is correct, like, connected to this, then I'd full, I, maybe I would get it too. Like, braids, like, black girls wear braids. That's when we see white women wear braids. I, for me, I have no issue saying, seeing like a white person with dreads, but they should be treated just like every other person who wears dreads if mm-hmm. that's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. If you look at someone with dreads and you're like, dreads are disgusting because you see, but then you see Chad wear dreads and you're like, oh, dreads are cute. I'm like, well, when you see everyone else wear dreads, you better say they're cute too. Yeah. That's it. But I'm like, it should be deemed cooler or nicer because the person is fair skinned. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's becoming a really big thing in coffee culture, not even just for like white people. It's like people like, they're like, oh, if I look like a, if I have my European features, but I add a, a combination of blackness to it, I'll look perfect. Yeah. Which is like, so we'll take like bits and pieces of these, like other cultures to make the, this like supreme being, and then we'll call them Caucasian. And it's like, mm, it's not, okay. that's not how that works. Like, right. that's, yeah. Yeah. So I with that, like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead. <laughs> But I was just going to say, I think that's like a big issue, like I said about the Kardashians earlier, is they do take mm-hmm. a lot of things that um, are, you know, typically within Black culture, and mm-hmm. but they have fair skin, they're treated like a white person, and so... It- it's like, I feel like uncomfortable wearing a do-rag in public, because I know like what people will assume of me, but like... I've seen little white kids go to their, go to school with their do-rag. I'm like, I've been told to literally, I've seen like black kids I go to school would be told to take off their do-rag or their hat because at, at, at school or things like that. But when other kids do it, it's not a problem. Like, because oh, like, like, they have a, like a Louis Vuitton that matches their outfit, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's not the case. Like, that shouldn't be, I'm like that. that but I'm like, it's, I'm like, for when I wear it, and it's like, for me, like I wear a do-rag to protect my hair. Because I have yeah. a particular type of hair, I have to wear it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't have to, but for my hair to look nice, I have to wear it. It's not a mm-hmm. style. It's not a, well, now it is like fashion style, but it's like, it's for like, it's to protect my hair. Like what black women's braids, it's like a protective hairstyle for them. Like, so when it's like worn by someone else who doesn't understand it, and it's like, to, if you wear it, it's like, if you wear it, it's like, you should understand where it comes from and understand what it means before you put it on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, you know, that's, that's just like my thing. No, I think that's, and that's a good um, example of cultural appropriation, I think. Mm-hmm. For sure, wearing something and you don't know the meaning, you just like Understand what it looks it. like. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like when we would all wear like the Indian headdresses. Like I used to think Indian headdresses were so cool. Like I yeah. would literally look forward to buying one. I was like, I cannot, sp- I cannot wait to like have a bunch of money and drop like $500 on one. I was like, I was mm-hmm. so ready about it. Did it? Do I know shit about Indians? No. Right. Or Native mm-hmm. American people? No, I do. I know anything about their culture now. I was just like, I thought they were cool and I wanted to wear it. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. like, that's like, it's not a costume. It's what someone has to go through every day. And like, another thing with that, it's just like, a lot of times, like what people, like also when you, when I say things are ghetto, like uh, people like that with the culture version thing, people want to, like I always remind people, like when you say something is ghetto, actually remember, like think of the content of how you're saying it and like, where you're coming from it with. Because it's like, is it ghetto because a black person is doing it, or is it ghetto because it's like, like, not of the not of the norm. Like if the thing in your head, like if my white counterpart was doing this, would I still call it ghetto or ratchet? Like, mm. or would I be applauding them, you know, or saying it was cute, mm-hmm. you know? Well. I think our next couple questions are just kind of They're um, fun, fun. A little more relaxed. <laughs> uh-huh. um, a little more relaxed. But even though those were 
really like really really interesting i'm i could talk all day about that but um mm-hmm. just because yeah, the, bi- I, the biker shorts thing i've just recently heard of and i was like that's kind of like i'm like for people to like disclaim that like i guess maybe it feels created by a person of color for people of color which wouldn't make any sense because it was like if this is a yeah. medical purpose for it or like a cultural purpose for it that it was created i don't see mm-hmm. other people of other cultures wearing it being an issue like yeah mm-hmm. yeah it just like when i hear some things like that i just feel like you know like i said like it's lessening the term there's so many things so many things that out. yeah like black people have to be fighting for right now and to get mad like that a white woman or a white man's wearing biker mm-hmm. shorts and like they just aren't there worse things uh, and but that's just, like, why i wanted to ask biker shorts to bike i'm like are you going yeah yeah and like, honestly i just i mean i will recognize that things created by other cultures other than my own like may fit my body better and may complement my body better mm-hmm. and so i i'm not trying to be rude in wearing it i'm right, just right just also enjoy it yeah 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 um okay so getting into the fun questions um Uh the first one i'm gonna ask is just an embarrassing story in general Mm -hmm. embarrassing story in general Mm -hmm. so this one time in 1997 june 4th and then in the morning it was pretty his life was pretty (laughs) shitty embarrassing stories for me are always so hard to think of yeah then, like on the spot like oh i'm like trying to think of it. like a good embarrassing story i can this tell one while you're thinking if if you okay need, that's fine time. give me like time yeah um so one time i went over to a dude's house in nashville to like hook up with him and it was great and we had a good time but it was his parents house and so we were trying to be quiet and I think he was like 26 at the time. So I feel like mm-hmm. maybe we shouldn't have been at his parents' house, but it was fine. <laughs> and um, so I was going to leave at like three o'clock in the morning and we were upstairs and mm-hmm. I just started walking down the stairs and I missed a step and I just fell down the <gasps> staircase. <laughs> Are his parents here? <laughs> I don't know. They, they had didn't to come out. Oh. They had to have heard. Oh my god. They're like, no. <laughs> There's like, a thief in the hall. <laughs> it was really dark and um oh. yeah, I have no excuse for myself, but I missed a step, fell down the staircase, got up, I was like, I'm good. And uh he was like just kind of like, oh okay, are you and I was like, I'm fine, I'm good. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> scurry, scurry away. Yeah, then run now. to my car. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. And I don't think I talked to him again, but uh, it's fine. Wow. That's so yeah. crazy. <laughs> do you have one, Woody, or do you want to pass? Um, you can I'll pass. pass. Okay, okay, that's okay. Um, the next really fun one is your craziest sex story. <laughs> Ideals, Camille. Let me think. All the sex I have. <laughs> um, it can be like crazy, something crazy you did, a crazy place you were, or like maybe like sex went wrong, like it just didn't happen like it was supposed to. I'm supposed to like 
think, oh my god, okay, I remember this, like, this is kind of just, like, a random one. I remember this, um, boy, like, I was, like, I, like, met up with him, and we were, like, playing and cooking up, and, like, I was all, like, oh, like, da-da-da-da-da, like, this, that, 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 we're, like, making conversation, and it, like, leads to, you know, like, what we're trying to do. I decide, like, I'm gonna be, like, you know, a, a Southern Belle, you know, suck a dick. So, <laughs> as I'm, like, down there, I'm, like, feeling, you know, things. I usually do, like, a quick little, like, check. I'm just, like, well, make sure everything's, like, a little sniff and slide, you know? <laughs> make sure yeah. everything's in order. <laughs> I fix everything in order. And I'm just, like, something's, like, missing here. And I'm, like, one penis, one ball. And I'm, like, and I'm, like, there. And I'm, just, like, and he's, like, yeah, there's only one. Oh, <laughs> my God. You know, he like he's like yeah i lost it in like a um a bmx accident and i was like oh my god that's insane and i was <laughs> i feel like i would disclose that like hey before you uh, uh take off my pants um, i only got one and i was like <laughs> and i was literally just like like of course it's sex so like i was like <laughs> Like, because I always see, like, who's gonna, like, I can claim I had sex with someone with one testicle. Like, who can say that? That's Hell yeah. crazy. I busted his single nut. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's I, Bust it wide open. open. Bust that Busted shit wide open, wide open baby. Wide open. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. That's very, uh, <laughs> that's very unique. I, like, I'm not going to say his name, but I have a friend that I know that also disclosed to me that he has one testicle. I haven't seen it. We're not like that level of friendship, but um, it's just really interesting to me Mm -hmm. because I feel like at least from what he said, it's like more common than I would think. And I haven't met anyone else. So very interesting that you brought that up. Uh, it's more common than you think. A liar. Common <laughs> where? What country? Not in America. Not in, yeah, not like, here. I've been with a few people. I think they all had to. Yeah. <laughs> like, or they played it off really well. Like, I don't know. I like, just didn't see it. Maybe I was too drunk, but. <laughs> Maybe I was too drunk to notice the missing testicle. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. That's so funny. <laughs> Well, thank you for uh, answering that. And You're thank so you so much for being on the podcast. I think yeah, we just have so one welcome. one last thing that we like to close mm-hmm. on. Um, and that's just, what would you say, in your opinion, would be um, the best way that a white person can be an ally right now? Um, I would just say, like, go, like, ask someone, like, what you guys did right now, like, you guys just wanted to know the information, and you talk, and I feel like through ignorance, you'll learn something, you know, I, like, you, before you know something, like, literally, ignorant isn't a bad word, like, people associate it with a bad term, like, yeah. okay, because a lot of people like to use it as an insult, but mm-hmm. if I'm, like, I'm ignorant to cars, I don't know shit about cars, I will gladly say that, I'm ignorant to some politics, I don't know shit about politics, like, I, like, but if I, I will blend the fuck out of an eyeshadow. Like, I'm not even <laughs> into that. Like, I'm like, I know how to build shelves. Like, I also yeah. have to put together grails without reading the instructions because I did that for a hot minute, like, as a job. <laughs> like, so, like, and I know how to kayak a paddleboard. I know how to um, skateboard. Like, I know how to, like, longboard. Like, I can do stuff like that. Like, yeah. those are things I just learned to do. So it's just, like, you can learn, just like you can learn, like, learning to be, like, I feel like you have to learn to be a racist. You can learn not to be a racist. Yeah. 
yeah uh, you can like go ahead no, no um but i do like i like how you said like ignorant isn't a it shouldn't be a bad word and it's yeah, okay word, yeah. like it's okay to be ignorant if you don't realize you are but once you oh. realize you're ignorant to something that's when you need to make yeah you need yep. to make that inf- you need to make that change and so mm-hmm. like i said like there's a lot of things like just within the past few episodes we've done that like you know, I knew about, but I, I did not realize how often those things happen, how prevalent mm-hmm. it is. Um, and so I, you know, I could say I was ignorant to that. And now it's like, it's really nice learning about it and it, um, very interesting conversation. So I just really like how you said that. I was just going to say, I really appreciate you sharing all of yeah. it because um, I think I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but I really appreciate hearing individuals' perspectives and experiences because everyone is so different in Mm. what they experience and go through um even if you go to the same school or are from the same family um so i definitely appreciate hearing your views on it and it's um helped me learn a lot about you as a person yeah yeah it was really great i love this episode i love this interview guys i will like we could always do another one absolutely we we should all watch this closure like the the trans documentary and then like give our opinions based on it that's a good like, idea. I've like, especially with you, Jasmine, going through this, like, I would probably be like super cool. I've never experienced like what it feels like to be the the, the person from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. You know, especially yeah. from, since you're watching your like younger sister go through it, and like Olivia being a cisgendered person and me being part of the gay community. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I always tell people like I try to protect all trans people in any way I can, like because trans yeah. people are the reasons I have rights. Like, a trans woman is the reason I'm able to like be my full authentic self that I can wear lashes down the street and someone can if they threw a rock at me I, they would go to jail like back in the day that would be fine they'd be like oh well yeah. sorry he's an f-word mm-hmm. like yeah so no that's a great idea yeah. we'll definitely have to do that i'm, I'm yeah, we down will. to do that i'm very excited to watch that documentary too so yeah, it's yeah, super too. it's really really interesting like yeah. i'm hot i think i'm i have like 15 more minutes left of it but okay okay i'll yeah. rewatch cool. it and take notes and we yeah i will too it. yeah that's that's a great idea actually we'll definitely have to that do sounds that good. all right you guys this has been another episode of busted wide open thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next week see you next week Bye-bye. hey everyone it's Liv here and i just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to busted wide open and as always, we'd love to hear all of your burning questions. You can send that to bustitwideopenpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at bustitwideopenpod. Love you guys. Talk to you next week.